0: all right you can hear us all right let's start over so episode (laughs) episode 15 podcast guy that's been around a long time tyler what's up tyler
1: hey uh what's going on everyone um i think out of everyone that's been on this podcast so far i think i've i'm I'm probably the oldest member plywood had joined in a couple weeks to a couple months after me because i had joined in shortly after uh, Jaguar King's ATDQ 2017 run, so I've seen a lot of what the Discord and the community as a whole has uh, gone through, so, yeah. Uh,
0: first, ride. questions first. When are you going to get Rocksmith so you can play with me?
1: <laughs> well, I already have Rocksmith. I just haven't reconfigured it back up, because whenever I had changed to like like to like, my new mic setup, mm-hmm. for whatever reason I can't have this mic, and I can't plug in my actual base at the same time, but that'll hopefully be fixed in the near future. So we can, you know, hopefully All do right. some kind of like collab stream soon. That'd be pretty cool.
0: That would be pretty dope. Cause I had this, cause um, I was playing it in like a, I was streaming on Discord and I was playing it, and uh how Five Test himself was just strumming along in the back, and I'm like, why don't you just get Rocksmith? We both hook it up, play the song at the same time, and have like a collab stream. And I'm like, oh, Tyler has it too. If you can get on base, you got lead. You got rhythm. I mean, oh, that would yeah, be a dope. A stream
1: small MGSR band going together. Yeah, that'd be pretty. I'm cool.
0: I'm all for that. Now, when I joined, like when I joined uh, MGSR, you were like the first speed one I ever watched. I was I was oh, totally really? new to speed running, Yeah. So back then, a little a little history about me before that is. When I was first quote unquote speedrunning, it wasn't really like speedrunning. It was like multi segment, try to do each segment of like MGS2. You have eight saves, so I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta ration out these eight saves and get big boss rank, right? And then I just didn't think it was possible to get big boss rank in one sitting, like no saves. I thought that like I thought that just couldn't happen. Like eventually you would get a continue. So I remember someone linked me to your run, and I'm like, well, this guy cheated, of course. Like, he had to get a continue soon. Like, there has to be, like, a splice here or there. Like, nobody can just get big boss rank in MGS2 with, with zero saves. So, when I, you were the first speedrun I ever watched, and I thought you were a cheater. So that, that was my introduction to you. Because you were, I think back then, before a lot of the tech was found on MGS2 and stuff, like, nobody was touching your time. Uh, I think you were first that may have been
1: after I had taken Slade's time, and that was before D-Limes had uh, came through. So yeah, that that was quite a while ago now at this point. I'm actually trying to see when my first big boss run was, just for comparisons here. I'm going to go to the boards real quick and
0: check. Yeah, because right during that time where you beat Slade, and then before Limes is when I joined MGSR.
1: Mm, Okay, so I had beat Slade here and that was three years ago. This was a 132.39. Yeah, I remember when, that. When exactly was this? This was November 2017, so this was, you know, probably a year into me running the game just in general.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. So then I joined a year after you were running it, and I, I was watching some of your okay. chats, and I was like, holy shit, what am I doing? Like, I was just crawling everywhere. It's like 20%. Mm-hmm. And then I see you run, it's like, That was really my intro to to speedrunning and and what that's about. So what was your intro to speedrunning?
1: So, like many others, I kind of stumbled across it online. I forget what I exactly came across, but actually there's kind of like a three-way path here on how my speedrunning ways could have gone, because there was three games I was looking at in particular, and I actually had to double-check here, because I had watched... Um, Gunner Maniac, who's a well-known Pokémon speedrunner. I've been following him since November 2016, and that was before uh, GDQ. And then Jaguar King was shortly after. And then there's another speedrunner called Headstrong 1290 that did Jack and Daxter. So it was either uh, Jack and Daxter Pokémon or Metal Gear Solid 2, and I chose Metal Gear Solid 2. And after watching Jags run, I was like, you know what? I played this game a lot whenever you know I was younger. So let me just. Uh, give it a go and at the time i had just got a playstation vita but i was like i want to stream this on like twitch and like show this off so i literally sold my playstation vita to get a really crappy elgato capture card and i bought a super slim ps3 and a copy of the hd collection just to try to uh, do some runs so that was back in early 2017 Yes, and like you have to like set everything back by like half a second or so and like yeah, it was really bad. Mhm.
0: Oh, so the yeah, so what I was saying was uh since they didn't hear me, was the the audio thing was such a pain in the ass for the Elgato. The first one that I had was the same one as you, um, mm. so it was like there was such a delay in the audio where I could never get it to perfectly match, and it was always like 0.001 second off, and it would just drive me insane, and just just a lot of testing back and forth. And now I have like the HD60 Pro. Oh
1: yeah, uh, same as me, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I can't imagine going back to the other one. Although, if anyone's out there that wants a free shitty Elgato capture card. Just hit me up. I'll give you my old <laughs> one for free. So, uh, MGS2 was your first run, right? Uh, how long did it take? Correct. How long did it take you to go from newbie MGS2 runner to competing for world record times?
1: So, I had posted in the Discord a while ago and I can maybe dig this up later on, but um so I had uh, seen Jaguar's run and then I think a month and a half, 2 months afterwards I started doing runs now just for a little bit of a uh perspective, at the time, the only really info there was at the time for MGS two was uh Straight Machine did a like two and a half hour long stream VOD where he kind of went over tanker and like he even had this like little like app cause kind of, um that was kind of like a like whiteboard type thing where like he would like draw on the screen to like showcase stuff. So oh, there was I've that and then there was a couple that. small yeah. And there's a there's like couple of like small clip compilations, and then other than that, use watch runs. And at the time, during that time, um, it was mostly European extreme was like the main thing to like look at. So no one was like running normal or like very easy. So that was like the thing to do. So I pretty much had to just like watch runs and kind of just beat my head into the wall until I figured it out. And it, I think it took me about twenty to thirty days to get out of tanker just by itself, <laughs> and then I. I think it took me another like week, week and a half to finish off with uh, Plant, but um, I want to say my first run took me maybe a month and a half after initially trying to learn the game. I think I had like a 205, a 206 or something as my first run.
0: Did you Were you already familiar with MGS2 and how to play it, or was everything new to you going into speedrunning?
1: So I was a bit familiar. I hadn't played the game in a while, but I had played it a lot growing up, but I never played anything above hard so doing all the like challenge runs and like going for like big boss and like mm-hmm. no kills like that's something that i was very new to so that was something that i had to like uh quickly try to like get used to so that was the one thing that was kind of hard and definitely you know nowadays with all the resources and hopefully i'll be putting more of the free forces in because uh your pink stream is still kind of lacking in that regard um it's it's definitely a lot easier now for people to get in and now the community is definitely shifted to a uh, better mindset where we suggest, you know, kind of like a stepping stone where do not start on Euro unless you're crazy like me or like you just want to be some kind of like masochist, I guess. But very much like, you know, uh, very easy is a very good place to start off for like uh, movement and like getting familiarized with the game and the normals a bit different. And then extreme is kind of like European extreme, but with less risks involved. Yeah.
0: so. I always feel like it matters what your end goal is. If you want to run Euro Extreme Big Boss and that's your what your main priority is, mm-hmm. then just start on Euro Extreme Big Boss. Because all the stuff, all the time you're gonna spend learning other difficulties, you could just spend all that time learning Euro Extreme. That's how I. I guess my mindset is a little different in saying if new runners, if they're like, oh, I just want to run Big Boss, um, hardest difficulty, I say just jump in the pool in the deep end right away. Because then you're just going to spend time running difficulties you're not interested in at all.
1: Yeah, and I think if I were to be, like, confronted with someone like that, I'd say to try Extreme first and and then go to Euro, because, like, Extreme is basically it's, like, 90% the same, just that you have more chances to live, because a lot of the times, you will lose big boss runs to just randomly dying on the bosses because most of them, like, one-shot you, so I'd probably suggest them to go to, like, Extreme first, but, um... While well, hmm. you had mentioned what the like like um what the goals were. My initial goal was just to get a big boss run, doing like speedrun strats, and that was like my initial goal, but then I of course got more more engulfed in, you know, speedrunning and wanting to like do more, and then I started to mess with normal and then eventually branch off to other games like MGS one and twin snakes and such.
0: Were you when you first joined, was it just the only viable option was big boss Euro extreme like the other stuff i don't want to say it wasn't allowed but no one really took you serious as a runner unless you ran euro extreme big boss
1: yeah i mean the culture back then was like you know the like highest difficulty or like it's not good enough which of course isn't a good thing looking back now but um i think if like someone were to like challenge it back then because i think that's what Plywood had initially done, because he had gotten the world record at the time for Metal Solid 1 on the PC port, and people had, like, run off, like, oh, it's on PC, it's, you know, it's whatever. And back whenever I had uh, ran the game, at the time, the boards were not split up the way that they are now, and PC and console were not split up until shortly after that I joined, and then I think someone got PC Big Boss, and then... There was some big discussion, and then they decided to separate PC and console. And now we have all three games separated, and that's just a giant mess. Yeah. that's a topic for another day.
0: So I don't think I was around when when the boards were all together like that, to where PC Mm -hmm. and console... So how many... Do you remember how many runs there were or in other difficulties? Was the boards populated, or was it just PC, console, all... like? the hardest difficulty and then everything else had like one or two runs.
1: So I can look here on the Metal Gear Solid 2 HD edition board, because I believe that's the one that's kind of like the like OG board and then yeah. everything else has kind of been like detached from it. So I'm looking for European extreme and I see Jess, Python, Captain Ginger, um, Drix, Slade, myself. And I'm trying to see if there's any other runs I know that there's a couple of runs that have been since removed. Oh, and then Jaguar King, but um, I think he's since uh, like like updated. Um, the only other runners that that like weren't doing the like Euro stuff was Ruckus, and like he's, he is he is like kind of been here sparingly, but not much as of late. And he did a lot of normal PC, and I think he even made a guide on normal PC, long, long, long time ago. It was, like, you know, 2017, oh, yeah. 2018. It was, like, very, like, you know, bare-bones, but... Mm-hmm. So, like, back then, there were still people that were wanting to, like, do not European Extreme. It's just that it didn't get that much traction in, until much later, unfortunately.
0: Cool. So, after 2, what was your next run? Game. I should say.
1: Sorry. Um, so after 2, I wanted to play MGS1, because that's actually... My first video game that I ever uh, played growing up, actually, like, you know, my, like, first video game, whenever I was five, I was playing it with my dad. We would, like, take turns, so... And this one was, like, the, like, next one, and... I think around that time was whenever PC started to to, uh, get broken by plywood, so I wanted to do PC. So I had jumped into that, and then... I had also seen some people on Twitch, uh, Blue Metal, and Alien and uh, Furry... And they were doing Twin Snakes, and I had never played Twin Snakes growing up. I never even had a GameCube, but watching it kind of made me excited, and I found one of my friends, and they were selling their uh, GameCube, and I managed to pick it up, and then I eventually found a local copy of of, uh, Twin Snakes and uh, started running it, so... Yeah, I went MGS2, then to MGS1, and then Twin Snakes, and those are the three main games that I am known for. But I do play a couple of others, but those yeah. are the like main three right there.
0: So, uh, so talking MGS1, we ju- you just wrapped <laughs> up your tourney, you made it to the Final Four. What are you Give me your thoughts on, on tourney, how it went um, from the beginning uh, to now.
1: Well, so the first match was against Plywood and... For those that uh, do not uh, recall, during that race, I had a pretty commanding lead up until the very end with Liquid, where I kind of fumbled the Infinite, and that kind of gave Plywood the slight edge till I come back. But um, and then the next two matches were against Smoking Ace and Okamakaze, and I was Mm, favorite. That was a tough one, huh? (laughs) So I think my overall performance, I was. I had performed as expected, where I would lose to plywood, I would uh, beat smoking ace, and I would beat Okamikaze, and then I would beat Nick, and lose to Akuma. And during the like Akuma race, I was actually fairly closer than I thought I was. And uh, to be honest, I wasn't in a very good headspace yesterday, and I was kind of like tilting almost. So, and I don't normally do this. I don't advise this typically, but like what I did is I kind of hopped into a like Discord call to kind of like chill out. So like during the race, I was just you know hanging out with uh friends essentially and they were like you know watching the race as well and that was just kind of you know like didn't uh, you call
0: my nerves didn't you PB during that
1: i did yes even though i also messed up liquid in that as well yeah. i need to work on my liquid
0: <laughs> it was it was funny because we were watching it um and akuma gets a continue like early on can't remember exactly where but he gets a continue early yep and everyone's Not like awful. oh snap um cuz everyone you know he, he's the number 1 seed so everyone's like okay he's the favorite to win and then he messes up and then it was just a great race from then on um yeah unfortunately you did i think uh what why does liquid get away from you that much is it just the races that are just like a one off um, thing or it, it's i think just...
1: i'm just inconsistent overall and that's just something that's like very weak as me Just kind of like journals that I can be inconsistent at times and for the liquid fight, I am generally good at it, but whatever reason, whenever it like really counts for whatever reason, I just uh, seem to fumble. (laughs) I'm also doing a a two throw setup, which is kind of archaic and I need to learn one of the newer setups for like either the one throw or the zero throw. So I just need to catch up with uh, some of the strats, but you know, if I were to go out, then I, you know, like I, I can't be too mad that I actually get knocked out by the world record holder. So yeah. I mean, get, you know, getting knocked out about that.
0: by the number one seed, and then P being in the run as well—like, yeah, can't really. Add it can't be to too mad well. about that. Right, right, right. i um, my be best. What, did you like the the league? Would you change anything the structure of it if we if we had another one soon?
1: Um, I think I liked it overall. Um, I was not a big fan of the MGS2 league, and we improved upon that a lot, making it. A lot more condensed because the MGS2 league was round robin between like was like 12 or 14
0: people. So Were that you one in the MGS2 league.
1: Yes, I okay. was originally not going to be, but yeah. someone had dropped out last second, and I was ah. saying that I'd be in for a sandin because I typically do not like running MGS2 very easy. But if they did not need me, then I would be uh, willing to run. But yeah, that league was known to have gone on for a long time. But they also did two races per week, and they had. I think it was one in Discord and and one on the Twitch channel, if I remember correctly. So, yep. I think know, there was yeah, a lot of matches to go through because there were
0: so many matches. And two, they I think they broke mm-hmm. it down to where a bunch of them were on Discord calls, and then yeah. the remainder was on the channel. Why? Mm-hmm. So, what makes so you think one PC easy all bosses is more fun to run than MGS2V?
1: Um, for me, generally, yes. Um, I know that that goes like against the grain. A lot of people like MBS two VE, but um, me personally, I find that while it does let you focus on your movement, I feel like that that's the one thing to it, and that there's like one or two bosses that are kind of difficult, and then other than that, it's kind of just too autopiloty for me. Like I want yeah. some more risk for the run personally, but I do not knock anyone that like you know wants to be competitive in in a VE, but. Personally, I'm just not the biggest fan of it.
0: Yeah, I think we were in a, in a call as well, and we were talking about like what makes good like race type of games. And usually, when you have more room for error, that makes for more um, for more exciting races. Like the, uh, I wish we had more people to run like Euro Extreme leagues. Um, I think especially with like MGS3, where it's like game over if discovered, um, like mm-hmm. things can really can really swing and change leads if we have a lot of runners that participate in, in those games to where you go from, well, you have, like, two bosses that can change the lead to go into three where it's, like, every single room you can mess up and, and change the lead there. What do you think?
1: Um, I think that it's a bit of a balancing act. I, I feel like if you go too far on the spectrum, then there can be too much variance where it can feel like kind of just, you know, someone may just have a bad day and, and then they just lose because of that whereas if it's too easy then it just Mm -hmm. comes down to just nailing perfect lines and like stuff like that so i find like you want to try to find something in between both of those sides um for the spectrum but um yeah i do think that seeing some other kinds of leagues like for example like for like we can maybe do twin snakes normal because that has a lot of variants in it and it's still quite difficult there's also it's Two normal there's a lot of different you, possibilities there. you like, gotta they, get enough people
0: to 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 run normal exactly. and be in a league. Yeah. I think Exactly, can, yeah. yeah. Like
1: that's the main issue is that most of these ones that we're doing we are choosing because a lot of people either run them or have expressed interest in running them and with the introduction of the league they're like, Okay, now I wanna learn this because yeah. I believe we had like three to four of the people here that are like very new, like as soon as the league got announced, they're like, Hey, I wanna run this and and uh you're one of them actually.
0: Yeah. Yep yeah i missed out on two um and then i was like okay one i i'll I'll do my best to learn it and participate i was one game or i I was one mistake away from uh, making the uh what's going on outside all right i was one mistake away from making the playoffs it was a damn rat if i didn't get that rat the first it was the first uh it was the first run i ever did on mgs1 and i just didn't count my alerts and I got the mm. damn rat and then if i would have won that i would have made playoffs but you live and you learn i don't, so are you gonna continue to run mgs1 pc easy now that the league's over
1: um i'm more interested in doing any percent now with this whole uh skating shuffling thing because that seems to be pretty interesting um i'll probably grind a little bit more on all bosses although i'm quite happy with the 101 i might go for the 100 and then call it a day but um I'm actually getting a, a new toy in a couple of days. Hopefully, where I can play on my uh, PS2 again, and I can mess around with that. So I actually want to do some more console stuff because I actually really do enjoy playing Just One on the console because it's a bit of a different run where there's like yeah. no GME and there's no like quick hop. There's like no like quick swapping, so it's a bit different as with, well.
0: With the whole shuffle slide thing, right? Because mm-hmm. you came up with with the Tyler two step that you kind of inch forward. And now all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I just see people flying around. So where... I just want to kind of keep track of where this is used. So you have, like, after the torture cell, you use it to, to escape the room. Um, you have the ninja fight, where you kind of inch forward during the cinematic cutscene. Yep. Uh, where else do you use this thing that's really helpful?
1: So in the new building B2, whenever you are going to the like electric floor... You can skate before going into that cutscene to make it like half a second faster. Okay. Um, and then in the next room, where the guy says freeze, and then there's that guy like choking out, you can skate to the next room. Oh wow! see. So and you... that saves a little bit of time too. Yeah. So even before like stuff.
0: that cutscene's over, you're already in the ninja fight.
1: Oh no. Okay. So so there's like the like gas hallway, and then there's yeah. the like there's just like two separate rooms where you kind of like take all the like gas off. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's a so there's a small skate there, and then you would go north, and then there's the like hallway with the like train station guards or yeah, trunk, yeah, whatever, yeah. where they're like saying all that stuff. You can skate there to save some time, and then I think the biggest time save for sure is after Mantis going out of bounds on the cave. You can skate to the right, and then whenever uh, Meryl Trickle, um, whenever she does the little cutscene, she'll mm-hmm. make you come down. and, like, like since you're skating, that'll actually push you to the load zone. That saves quite a bit of time.
0: Oh, so... So you go out of bounds north, and then as soon Mm -hmm. as Meryl starts talking, like, your character moves on his own to the door... And then he... Yeah. And he hits the load zone.
1: Yeah, and that saves a lot of time. Oh. And then one that uh, Glenn showed off yesterday was if you get the last shot on Wolf 2, if you time it right, you uh, take off the stinger, and then you would skate forward. So after... She has died you would you would skate forward skipping the fight but you had technically dealt the final blow so that's like a Damn. a nice skip because that uh skips the whole health upgrade and all so stuff. so our health
0: depletes and at the same time it's kind of like using the any percent thing where you're moving far yeah, enough exactly. forward uh, so it like hits both at the same time
1: kind of and i think glenn was like you know very peculiar. It was like, hey, does this still count? Because I yeah, still yeah, yeah. that's what I was her. about to ask. I think at the full health upgrade, and everyone pretty much agreed. Yeah, you are you know finishing off Wolf in the fight. And yeah, you're just yeah, skipping all the stuff afterwards, so that would still count.
0: Right, as long as her health depletes, then that's what counts as a. Uh... It's kind of like Wolf One, yeah. where some people decide to do the the glitch on Extreme, where so yeah. they just punch her. It's like you can do whatever as long as her health depletes. That counts as all bosses.
1: Pretty much, and I'm trying to think of anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, most of it is like small stuff. Oh, um, in in the commander room in Rex's layer, after you put in the the yellow key, and you wanna run Um, out, yeah. You have to, so like you can like skate there to then go forward. So even if you get caught by the camera, you can still just keep on going because like beforehand you'd have to take a specific line. It's kind of annoying. So. Now it's more free, but for the most part, it's kind of quality of life stuff, but I still haven't wrapped my head fully around it yet. And um, while I was practicing for the race yesterday, I was getting most of them down, except for the one in the medical room, which saves quite a bit of time. So I, so I had opted not to go for that. Mm-hmm. I may practice that a bit today before I, I uh, race plywood tomorrow.
0: All right. The the third, you and plywood are going at it for the third mm-hmm. place as well. Yep. The rematch. Uh- yep. So, who's gonna win that? One?
1: Um, I think plywood has the edge. I think my like time to beat him was in the first week, but I think he definitely has the like favorite <laughs> to win. But I'm gonna you know still try my hardest, and I'm gonna just try to bank on people's mistakes, just like I did during the during the last race where I uh, didn't do grenade oslot, I just kept to my guns and did uh, so calm oslot and hopefully people just mess up and I can capitalize on that
0: i'm gonna put my channel points on you tyler so don't let me down oh cool all
1: right <laughs>
0: i'll try not to okay, so for now, do you like running console mgs1 more than pc um well what is what is the little thing you're getting explain that to me that you said you're gonna oh, get for the, okay, for the so, console runs
1: so i so for like going through like console i currently have all my stuff going to a component switcher and then that's going to my open source scan converter which to just break it down simply, mm-hmm. it's basically taking the like component signal and then outputting it through HDMI. It also has some options to like line double, triple, quadruple to make it look nicer. And I'm getting a new product called the RetroTINK 5X, which is kind of the same thing of uh, what I have now, but it's a lot better for PlayStation 2 stuff. Cause if you've seen my like PlayStation 2 captures, a lot of the times there's this like bobbing effect. It's kind of like, like Jaggies. Mm-hmm. Well, this thing coming out that i'll be having here soon has a uh de-interlacer built in that kind of uh masks that very well so it'll look a lot better for like ps2 content specifically like mgs2 and stuff like that which is what i'm most excited for because i was never quite too happy with with like how it actually looked but mm. uh yeah as far as mgs1 pc versus console i think they both offer Things that are a bit different. Um, I think I'm more biased to PC just because I've ran it more often, but console is still pretty interesting to me
0: in its own regard. So from what I get out of that thing, it's just a quality of life, and then it makes it look better.
1: Um, for PS2 yeah. stuff. Well, like it's an upscaler kind mm-hmm. of. So so like so the thing that I have right now is basically a line doubler, which it just takes the signal and it just multiplies. Digital signal to like make it you know look better. Now what I'm getting now is an upscaler where it'll actually scale it up to up to 1440p. So it's a much more powerful device that had uh, just came out. Hmm. So,
0: oh, plywood's in chat. I would I would have put my points on you, plywood, but you're not a guest right now. <laughs> so I'm putting all my points, all my points on Tyler tomorrow. Um, now the other game you ran that I kind of ran quote unquote is MGS3 on 3DS oh. now that game is absolute trash on 3DS I don't know how you play it like it was cramping my hands the the shoulder buttons are just impossible to press um, and then I have to turn, turn the camera with the face buttons which is another thing I feel like if the 3DS had a like a controller adapter something you could use like you use a controller for it it would make it so much easier than than trying to use that, 3ds as a as a controller. I don't know how you play it. How do, first of all, how did you even, like, get the idea or the the inspiration? Okay, you know what? I'm gonna out of all the games, I'm gonna run 3ds.
1: So for a while, you know, whenever I had first started speedrunning, I had, had I looked in the Pokemon. One of my favorite Pokemon games is uh, Pokemon X on the 3ds. So I figured, you know. I want to try to play this, and I see people playing. I'm like, okay, how do I capture 3DS exactly? And you have pretty much three major ways. One, do what you did and just point your like webcam at the actual console, which can be kind of finicky at times. Yep. Two, there's like custom firmware, which then has to connect over Wi-Fi and you stream over Wi-Fi, which there's a lot of like artifacting and it's really bad effects. Or you do what I do and you spend money and you get this little capture card on the back of the unit. And there's a little um, USB slot right there. Now, the only issue is that normally you would be able to put a like circle pad pro, which would kind of have a little extra circle pad here. And that'd Mm -hmm. be a lot better for playing MGS3. But unfortunately, I had looked up and you actually need to like cut out most of this plastic on the back to like make it fit. So you can't do both.
0: Or can you do both?
1: You can but not reliably like I'd have to like modify my casing, but I believe there there's a mod where you can install a like Bluetooth chip in the 3DS and then you can have that then hook up to like a controller. So I think that is possible, but yeah. I had initially wanted to like run Pokemon X, but then I was like, you know what, let me try three DS and I then learned that there is an exclusive, you know, skip with the lab skip and then I kinda got sucked into that for a while. So I had initially gotten that just to uh, stream Pokemon X and other 3DS games and stuff, but and I yeah. figured, you know what, why not try the weird Metal Solid 3 port on the 3DS, see how that goes.
0: In your submitted run, how long did it take you to get the lab skip? Because I remember well, I was watching run. one of your streams on the stream team, I think, and you mm-hmm. were playing 3DS and you were doing the lab skip, and it took you like six minutes or, or something like ridiculous long. So how yeah. easy is it to get it? and um and how was it on your submitted run
1: on my submitted run on the boards i think i get it like second try which is pretty remarkable mm-hmm. i get it like second try trying to go out of bounds and then i get the actual roll out of bounds first tries because basically you have to you have to roll towards the like door and then try to open it at the same time and then snake will will fall down and then you have to walk a like certain path to then go back in bounds which my understanding, not all of the level has, like, loaded back in, so there's this little little slit in the wall where you have to, like, roll through, Mm -hmm. and if you don't, like, land correctly either, it won't actually load the load zone, so, like, you have to, like, land and then land facing west of the wall and you have to hear the, like, door beep. And then after that, then you can go upstairs and then that'll load it, but, um, it saves about seven minutes, if I remember correctly, and with that, you have about five to six minutes of just kind of messing it up which you know bearing a lot of continues can take a while so yeah it's one of the more finicky tricks that I've tried to do
0: I think saves you going to like the the lab obviously called Mm -hmm. lab skip and then it also saves from the fear boss fight as well so you get a huge time Mm -hmm. save there though um I think Appel was able to replicate that on HDC as well on ps3 but oh, yes he did yeah but currently it's just a multi-segment thing i'm hoping one day it can become single segment um but what i really want for mgs3 is a ladder skip someone find ladder skip Ladder
1: skip, that'd be huge
0: because i hate that part sometimes i like it just because it kind of gives you a little break on, on mm-hmm. 3ds so i was climbing the ladder right and my thumb was just in pain just holding <laughs> oh, up in no. that in that stupid little circle pad and like i can't let go so I'm just, like, in pain for, like, two minutes, just holding it at a certain angle. So just, I'm never touching the 3DS again. Are you ever going to do any 3DS again?
1: Um, I have aspirations of doing Foxhound on the 3DS, maybe, one day. But um, as of now, I don't have any current aspirations. Although, well, I actually do have the, like, world record, if any, like, very serious industry runner wanted to take down my time, it's very doable. I have easily minutes of, like, time saved, but... Yeah, so like as of now I'm I don't have any current aspirations to, touch to go back to it but maybe in the future maybe in the future
0: you know if anyone is able to foxhound 3ds version single segment single segment uh, I will give them some type of prize because I think <laughs> that is easily the most difficult like rank one run ever mm-hmm. I, I don't know how you would do it and you'd have to do it in, like a reasonable time too you can't take like five or like the most whatever time allowed is allowed. Um, I think that's the hardest, uh, most difficult rank one run that there is. Um, have you tried running it on extreme?
1: Um, on the 3DS specifically, yeah. no, I haven't. Okay. Not yet. I've been wanting to. I've just been kind of like waiting. And one thing that like I was thinking about doing. Well, I think that uh, Plowed had mentioned it to me is that. You can do the um, the like photo camo. So if you don't know, on 3DS there are these. There's the front-facing camera, and then there's the two back cameras there. Mm-hmm. And apparently, if you take a picture of something kind of greenish, you can get 100% camo outside. And then if you take a picture of like something brownish, you can get 100% camo inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is essentially stealth. Which it's like... I don't know how viable that is, and like how like you know legit that would be for like you know speedrunning-wise,
0: but. It's pretty much like having the what do you call it? Like the sneaking, what the hell is it called? Yeah, uh, can't recall the exact name for it. But it's just like wearing like the sneaking camel the whole time. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's banned. But you know what? If you're able to to run fox and even with that thing on, I'd say that still counts. Yeah, because to
1: fight all the bosses <laughs> as well, and that's just difficult. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um. Although, really, like the one weird thing is the. Fury is much easier on 3DS versus console. You feel? Yeah, because
1: is it because of the third-person shooting?
0: Uh, it's because the the fire that he shoots you, like if you're stunning on one side of the like the columns and he's all the way on the other side, and he just keeps shooting him with the uh, Mosa Nagant. He he uses the flamethrower to shoot you, but the flames never hit you.
1: Oh, I never noticed that. Like
0: you're just too far away. And then when you're like right next to him and he shoots you with the flamethrower, you can just run in a circle around him, and the flames are so slow that it never catches up to you. Huh. So. Never knew that. Yeah. Fury easier. Everything else like a million times harder. Um, what what ha- now? Let's take a step outside of Metal Gear stuff. You ran a bunch of games non-Metal Gear, right?
1: Uh, a bit, yeah, but I'd say my most focused place is metal gear but um as far as other games that i have ran most notably probably would be air guides which um if you don't uh, know that is an arcade fighting game i just see you run
0: in like 50 different rooms and then the game's over
1: yeah so that game so to be specific i am not playing the like actual fighting game mode there there's a uh, quest mode which is a um, roguelike dungeon crawler and as most of them, they are very, very random. So I am essentially just seeing where I actually spawn. And then I am trying to use like uh deduction to like, you know, try to find the next room. And essentially, the whole point of that run is to just get down to the very bottom and then beat the uh, the like last three bosses as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. And probably the like most hard thing about that game is that there is a frame perfect glitch where you have to try to activate this, like, particular item while you are transitioning through a room, and if you do so, you can teleport back to the town because there's two characters, and you have to use one to actually uh, beat two of the bosses, and then that character will automatically die, so then you have to go back to get the other one, and typically you'd have to, you know, take that character and then, you know, go all the way down through the dungeon again. But if you get this glitch, you will, like, you will have the, like, portal to be used to where... You can just kinda of just teleport straight, you know, mm-hmm. right back down to the bottom afterwards. But um yeah, I'd say air guides probably the one that I'm most known for. Other games that I've kind of dabbled in is um, Pokemon Sword and Shield. I've done one run of that. Uh Rugrat Search for Riptar. I've done a couple. Battle Arena Toshinden, I've run that as a meme mostly. Yu-Gi-Oh Duelist of the Roses, that's a game that I played a lot as a kid. It's kinda of complicated Wait, for a season. Dueless... I make a back to
0: Is Duelist of the Roses which one is that? No, it's not Forbidden that Memories. That's the P- PS2 one. Is Duelist of the Roses, right?
1: Yes, but Duelist of the Roses is a sequel to Forbidden Memories, and it's like a continuation. So just like Forbidden Memories, it is like Yu-Gi-Oh theme, but it's not exactly played like Yu-Gi-Oh. And that one is kind of like chess almost. Yeah, I've played there's it. There's like a deck yeah, yeah, master. Yeah, yeah. Like you have to like move on like terrain and stuff.
0: And then you have like the terrain cards to change terrain, and then you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, it is like a whole chess match where you're trying to get to the other side, or you're trying Pretty to, much, yeah. yeah, I remember. It was it was not fun. How was the speed run?
1: Um, there are certain patterns that the, like AI will like generally make, but a lot of it, like for, like the first four minutes of the run, you are inputting passwords because they had decided like you know for like eighty percent, may as well let in passwords because they only let you get one copy of a certain card to be put in, and there's a whole like deck cost thing, so like yeah. I like, can't just jam in like you know all these broken right, cards. Right, like, You actually have to like you know um, keep it. Pretty reasonable, so so you're free to use.
0: So you're free to use whatever cards you want in the whole game, as long as it fits into that deck.
1: Pretty much, um, not every card has a password, but most of them do, and it actually wasn't found out till much, much later, through like digging through like code. That there's some like hidden passwords for like some like really good cards, but I think about seventy percent of the card pool is passwordable mm-hmm. and also depending on what you choose for your deck leader can also change some other stuff as well but yeah it's a, it's a pretty interesting run but um, yeah I'd say I'm primarily just doing Metal Gear stuff and other than that I'll run the, the like occasional air guides or Rugrats for Reptar I may add some other stuff later like I said I wanted to do some Pokemon X and you know I was actually learning uh, Destroy All Humans Remake out of it at one point but I, n- I never finished a run but i did learn it quite a bit though
0: i played that a little bit that was kind of fun i never yeah. finished the whole game though uh it's really good yeah yeah it is um for mgs stuff what's the next run you're focusing on wait before i before i answer, ask that you are known now as the dog tag runner <laughs> all right i think like yes. anytime someone says dog tags i think of you where yeah. did your fascination with dog tag start?
1: So, I think it was I was just looking at some of the runs on the board and I noticed that dog tags is kind of like untouched and is kind of like the closest thing that like we can kind of have to a 100% run.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I had watched Droogie's run and then after uh BMN joined the community cuz he's a really old member that like has been doing stuff for many many years. I've been kind of um fascinated with like just dog tags in like general and my next big goal is to do uh big boss all dog tags but do it in quite a fast fashion because i know that you had done that in the past like a long long time ago
0: yeah like a few years ago i attempted a extreme all dog tags
1: i want to try to get that because i feel like that that can be one of the like hardest things to do in the game because there's a lot to keep track of because if i remember correctly if you're doing, like, the HD collection route, there's, like, 80-something tags all together.
0: Uh, I think there's, like, 60-something.
1: Oh, 60? Yeah. I may be mistaken. But but there's a shit ton. But there's a lot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And with, like, MGS suit in particular, there are regular guards, and there's guards that, like, you have to, like, shoot at them. Yeah. Which you can get very annoying, especially in the rooms with, like, multiple guards in. So it it's a whole other layer of, like, complexity, and it's kind of like something that hasn't been explored too much outside of a couple of runs here and there. So that's what kind of made me fascinated for like dog tags and stuff like that. And even translated over to like twin snakes, which plywood and others, they had uh, helped with that. But for like twin snakes, it's a lot more simpler because like rooms aren't as filled up and there's not as many tags and there's no tough guys either.
0: How many tags are in twin snakes total?
1: Uh, Let me look it up right here on. I thought, yeah.
0: Well, I guess they're uh, I guess there are less rooms in Twin Snakes versus MGS2 and there's less guards than... Actually, I don't know if there's less rooms, I'm just making a guess. There's less there rooms... There are than...
1: 37.
0: There's like 32 in just Tanker, I think, on MGS2. Let
1: me... So i already... Oh, okay, let me pull up MGS2 real quick. Yeah, I think MGS2 there's pull like dog tags.
0: 30-something on Tanker alone.
1: Tinker has 34 on
0: Extreme. 34. And... If we're
1: talking about HD Collection, because another confusing thing is that the like first release of the game, Sons of Liberty US, has less tags overall because there's no tags past the engine room. Or sorry, past
0: the holds. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The holds is, is my worst area. I hate getting dog tags and holds. Yeah. Fun fact, though. You know the, uh, the VEAK? Place pickup
1: mm-hmm.
0: that was done because I submitted a VE dog tag run because I've never <laughs> I never ran a VE ever so I just submitted a random VE uh, dog tag run and then I think it was like nobody watched it like nobody cared VE the uh, tanker yeah. dog tags right but uh, Stealth Edge actually watched it and then he posted that clip of me picking up the AK in the corner there and that's how it yeah, was. Yeah, it's like, it hey, has discovered. anyone
1: ever noticed this before? Yeah. You can pick up the AK here. It's just totally random. This dog tag runs like, hey. Yeah, so the that day.
0: the dog tag actually brought something good to full game as well. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so now I wanted to ask you that, what's your next uh, runs you're focusing on?
1: So after one is going to be over tomorrow, I'm going to be focusing on MGS2. So specifically, I want to update the guide because I've only put in one episode and I started it a little over a year ago at this point so I, w- I want to put a fully fleshed out um, uh, big boss guide which I know people have been wanting for a while and I do apologize for being very procrastinative towards it but I'll be doing that and then I want to do uh, dog tag big boss like the next big thing that I want to do and then maybe go after a, c- a couple of their uh, Solid two times and then looking past that Probably going to be doing Twin Snakes and then MGS1 throughout that as well.
0: The guides are not easy to make, because then you're like, well, how much explaining do I need to get into? Do I need to explain every single micro step? Do I just kind of brush over everything? What's your thought process when you try to explain like a certain boss or, or a room that, that's complicated? Do you break it down to every single maneuver? Or do you just kind of be like, well, here's how you do it, uh, and then figure out the rest yourself?
1: Well, I, so whenever I typically try to explain stuff, I, like, try to, like, break it down, although I can't project that out too well, so sometimes I'll I'll do it through, like, text, which is why I was going to use making this guide as kind of a, like, learning lesson, because this can help me try to condense, in, try to, like, condense this, like, information down enough to where it is understandable to people watching and don't make it to where it's, like, you know, the, like, straight machine three-hour-long tanker yeah. video that just, like, goes over, like... All this minor detail stuff. But, Can you have um, the
0: whiteboard up too?
1: <laughs> the whiteboard, maybe, maybe. Can have that up. That'd be pretty cool.
0: So how did how far did you get in your old guide that you were working on until you dropped it?
1: The funny thing is that the first episode was kind of like a what to expect slash mentality type thing and like getting things set up as far as like settings. I, I never really got into the run itself, but I do have a, like, overall layout of, like, how I want it to be structured. And I cannot do all this by myself, so uh, so I will be recruiting the help of people like D-Limes and Platonic Guy, because whenever we especially get into the plan chapter, now that uh, Box Travel's a thing mm-hmm. that's going to be more popular, that's going to change that completely. So we're going to have, like, two paths where it's going to be... One is going to be the, like, classic route for just doing the, like, bomb disposal, and then the new one's going to be with all the box travel stuff which that's going to be a huge headache
0: explain the the new route i know the old classic route what's the new route
1: i'm where not too sure change? on it myself to be honest um so okay. it may so it like mostly changes where you want to pick up certain boxes to then travel around using the like shred e uh like conveyor, conveyor belt bell? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And in doing so, you actually visit less rooms, and especially going into console, that'll take you more time because of loads. Because mm. you're loading into less rooms overall, because I think you visit less bridges overall. I haven't seen on what the exact number is, but I do know that you, like, so, like, you, like, visit less rooms, so it will save time. It's just that we need to reroute the rooms and figure out how to do the fastest stretch through those rooms specifically.
0: Okay, I, I haven't... I know the that the box is used for the conveyor belt to get around faster, but uh, like you, I I don't know how exactly it's used and which rooms you go for a second. plywood says you forgot Ghost Babble.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I've been teasing that I've been wanting to play Ghost Babble and I still want to play Ghost Babble. I actually need to send him my copy to get it fixed because my uh, battery currently doesn't work so I can't make saves. So I can't practice or do anything on on the actual uh, cartridge.
0: Uh, Patchy says you you gave the I'm never running that game face. Is that true? <laughs> He's putting you on the spot.
1: I want to run the game eventually. It's not a game that I will run often, but I do need to at least do some runs of it just to, you know, say I'm sorry to plywood for, you know, having him wait this
0: long. So did you run to... level one IL?
1: I did. And okay. I actually learned uh, the game fully. I did it for the 12 hour challenge i think and i had learned the game and i actually have notes and all that stuff too but i do have to say ghost babble is not a it's not easy mm. it it can, be qu- it can be quite challenging
0: so you heard it here tyler will not be running ghost babble oh. plywood oh. rest assured he has other stuff to do um
1: i will definitely fit it in i'll definitely fit it in.
0: he says that but i don't i think i think ghost babble is the game where the most people have said they'll run it but they're never gonna run it and i know we Pretty get much. that from and know we get that for a lot of other games too but i think ghost babble is is leading that category by a lot
1: yeah and it's even more apparent because a lot of people they do level one il's then i bet you like
0: plywood's just gonna back like
1: come on do some more yeah. you can do one level now you can do some more but go, everyone to, go, to to do go to level two go to level two stage like, one il yeah
0: they're like no stage one and i'm done yeah, that. You got to you got to come up with with better uh, easier IL world records plywood, then more people will play it, and they'll be like, oh, and level the three. The non 3 will start
1: to happen. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> then then more people will start running it. Um, what was I gonna ask? So you ran one, you ran two, you ran 3DS. Mm-hmm. What would if you had to run a new Metal Gear game? Which one would you pick?
1: Well, I guess it'd have to be Ghost Babble, because I haven't actually ran it before. So, I i would probably say Ghost Babble, but if we're not talking about Ghost Babble... Um, three console seems interesting, especially, like, PS2 and stuff, because that's kind of, like, unexplored territory for the most part. Um, other than that, I think some of the Acid games seems pretty cool, because I know that Plywood and a Copper Tank were routing goes out quite a bit, and I actually mm-hmm. got my copy of, of, like, Acid 2 recently, which... I know Acid 1 is one that is generally disliked amongst many people, but Acid 2 is one that's been fleshed out quite a bit.
0: Acid 2 had a little bit of hype going for it for like a month or two, and then it died. Um, I think after Ghost Babble, 3 is probably the game after to where the most people say they'll learn it, and they never learn it so yeah so we're gonna expect you to run ghost babble 3 and acid soon tyler or or you'll be called a liar i'll be
1: doing the whole anthology i guess do you have no interest
0: in four and five
1: um i think i would run to five before four um i'm just not too interested in the four speed run although i have been keeping tabs on what's been happening as in there may be a a little boss skip in act 1 potentially so i am keeping my eyes open but as of right now i have no aspirations for for uh, doing 4 and then for mgs5 i think i'd i'd do ground zeros first before i do phantom pain because phantom pain's quite a long speedrun
0: phantom pain is longer but ground zeros it's much more difficult i think
1: that's what i've heard cuz i cuz I've, I've seen some of like joe's streams and like ocm as well and i've seen them struggle quite yeah. a bit but i think i would i don't I'd, I'd rather run ground zeros first before campaign even though it is more difficult it's i think it's like 20 to 25 minutes if i'm not mistaken or something around yeah, there yeah, it's yeah. like it it's fairly short
0: it's short but that's what makes it much more difficult because then you lose like 10 15 seconds yeah your your run is dead yeah to where yeah. five you have um you know much more leeway to where mm-hmm. it is a, it is a much longer run but then you can mess up a little here and there And not worry about it to where... Ground Zero is just brutal. You're going to reset like a million times on the first level. We got Mr. How5Test with a raid. Thank you. What's up? Have fun podcasting? Thank you. Uh, We just got Tyler here talking about Metal Gear and things like that. Um, So you participated in the 1 League and 2 League. Not many people Mm -hmm. have. Um, If we were to do another League what would you want now you can pick one or two again but give me like the more specific in the category the better
1: um i so in terms of another league i don't think we want to be rotating back towards other games just yet so my suggestion would be twin snakes normal or twin snakes very easy depending on which is since emulator is something that most people can actually run on or Metal Gear NES as something that Plywood has uh, suggested in the past. I have not ran it myself, but I have heard that it is a quite forgiving game to actually get into, and it's one of the like OG 2D games. So I'd Whoa. probably say some form of like Twin Snakes, very easy or normal, and then after that, Metal Gear NES.
0: Well, NES is like a 20 minute run, right?
1: Yeah. So it's so it's fairly short. So that would be another thing to consider because like Twin Snakes is. A little over one hour, or so it's about the same length as the MDS One League and and the MDS Two League, actually.
0: Okay. Yeah. Like credits. But... NES would be too short <clears throat> to create a whole league, around, just my opinion. Um, but you said Twin Snakes is about an hour long. Does it vary between uh, yeah, VE or... and normal?
1: Um, well, before like, time wise, but here let me right. let me just check the boards real quick. So, emulator, very easy, world record currently mm. is blue with a 53.27, so realistically people would be getting like a 55.56, so that's right. like 50, so IGT, RTA, yeah, so a little over an hour and then normal, it's actually not that far off from normal normals, okay. actually fairly similar to so- very easy, it's just that very easy is has a couple things different going for it.
0: So what would make a better race? Normal or V on Twin Snakes? Um,
1: I don't have as much experience on very easy. So just out of the sake of um, being comfortable, I'd say normal. And I think most people would say normal, but a lot of the newer runners are starting to gravitate towards very easy. So and that may be something that a lot of people will just be more comfortable with uh, going into it. Cause they like, so the like word contrast is that for like two? Very easy and like normal are like completely different, and they're like yeah, 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 like, like night and day. Right. Twin snakes, on the other hand, it's like eighty-five percent the same, and the only thing different is that bosses are a little bit quicker. Sometimes bosses are the exact same.
0: Have you both, so. have you ran Twin Snakes Extreme? Yes, I have. Now I had a uh, blue on an episode last time, mm-hmm. and he said there's a like a gentleman's agreement everyone runs a big boss on extreme which which is weird because I, I didn't know anything about uh twin snakes and like one two three and four all those games like people have always tried to beat the top time with just an any percent run first and then if big mm-hmm. boss came later that's fine so why do you think why does twin snakes have this gentleman's agreement between all the runners to let's just get big boss only
1: I think it's because of the people that are involved wall guy in like Blue Metal. They're the kinds of uh, like runners that are like very keen on doing big boss stuff, and I can respect that. Um, in terms of the time save that you would get, so for those that do not know to get so to get big boss on uh, Twin Snakes you need to play on um, Game Over if Discovered, mm-hmm. which loses you quite a bit of time compared to not game over, so I haven't estimated exactly how much time that that would save, but I'd imagine you can save about thirty to forty-five. If I just had to spitball some kind of number out here, that you could theoretically save. And as far as doing lethal strats, I can't think of any one boss that would be pretty fast.
0: Uh, blue set tank aside from would be much easier lethal
1: tank. Hmm.
0: If I remember right, he said.
1: I haven't looked into lethal tank on extreme, but I do know that with the new wall guy strat, that is yeah. a lot harder to do for for lethal than it would be on non-lethal. Also, doing lethal means that you probably wouldn't have to go out every way to get sun grenades and stuff like that. So, I can see it being a case. But um, as far as the like gentlemen's agreements, uh, first I've heard of it personally, but I wouldn't be surprised. But um, I think most people that just submit to twin snakes they will Mm. typically do very easy or they'll do normal if they're doing extreme then they'll typically just go all out for the big boss time so
0: yeah well i guess you would need one of the top runners to actually put up an any percent run so then the new runners can look at it and say oh this is what i should do to save the most time yeah so if like i'm a new runner and i'm like oh i want to pick up twin snakes on extreme and i look at the runs it's like oh it's all big boss well that's the only thing i have to learn off of um, mm-hmm. until I get comfortable enough to be like, oh, let me just pull my own strats out of my ass to save time. Well, speak of the devil, Blue's here says, routing becomes actually different, otherwise it's just hard with an M9.
1: Yeah, as far as like routing goes, I'm not too familiar with like what that would bring to the table, to yeah. be completely honest with you, but I will take Blue's word for it.
0: For like, sure. I, I would guess even you know just comparing MGS2, you play Game Over if Discovered versus not Game Over if Discovered. So a lot of rooms will change just right there. Yeah. So, so I can see that. Hard with it ever. i Bruce, New Bruce Willis' movie. I would watch it. I would pay money to watch that movie. Die Hard, whatever number it's on. Like five, four? Something like that. But I'm in. All right, Tyler. as We're approaching the one-hour mark. I um, just want to wrap up here. Uh, thanks for joining me. You were... Oh. one of the first runs that i've ever watched like i said before just a very helpful guy you were one of the first ones as well to also help me get started anytime i remember like i just couldn't beat harrier at all and you're like here idiot watch this video and like you explain i, all I the probably didn't say that exactly <laughs> but that's what you probably meant i'm like oh this is much easier than i thought you had like the little texts on your video as well i remember that very well when, oh, when yeah. i first got okay yeah when i, I first video, joined yeah. yep and that really helped That's me with well the Harrier. Right. And then you helped me with a bunch of other places in 2 uh, as well. So I want to say thanks. Um, great ambassador and face for the MGSR. Uh, you want to say you. anything before we sign off?
1: Uh, special shout-outs to Jaguar King. Without him, I would not be here today. Watching this run at AGDQ definitely inspired me to get involved with the community. So, you know, big shout-outs to Jag. He's A big reason for myself and many others on why we are even here today. And shout-outs to the community and all the moderation staff and all the members in MGSR for keeping this place to be a fun environment. And can't wait to see what the future holds going forward.
0: No doubt. Uh, We got the Relay Race coming, so if you are interested in that, join. uh, Sign up. Um, The other thing I want to mention is next week, next episode, I'm going to do the stupid... uh, tier list that I hate whenever everyone posts their tier list but then I was like let's just have some fun with it. So I asked a bunch of people in the community send me your Metal Gear tier list and a lot of you have. Uh so what I'm gonna do is just post it like a picture of it on stream and then I'll guess who that tier list belongs to. So mm. if you haven't gotten yours to me, get yours to me. If you want to participate just hit me up on Discord and I'll send you the <laughs> the little list and you can send it back to me. But be warned, if like, if you're not that active in chat and you're not that active in the community and you send me your tier list, I'm probably not going to include it because then I have no idea who you are pretty much. So, so be a little more active in the community so I kind of know, like put a rank to a face and be like, oh, this guy runs this or I know he's interested in that. So use your judgment on that one. So for me and uh, Tyler, that's our episode today. Thanks for joining us and we will see you... I will see you next week. Peace, everyone.